0: and welcome to I Read a Book Once. My name is Emma, and this is a podcast where I talk about books. But today is a very special episode, and I'm not going to be talking about a specific book. No, I'm going to be talking about book tropes that I hate and need to die. Or I don't know, I didn't really think of the title yet, like bad writing tropes. And I don't know. So if you know what a trope is, it's something that is repeated often in books so it'd be something like the nice guy or a love triangle or the chosen one or something like that. And what I have written down here are not necessarily tropes in those sort of ways, but there are things that are repeat, I've seen repeated very often in most of the time amateur writing, i.e. I mean like books I've read on Wattpad or like other unpublished things. So like just by like normal people, but they irk me. And I made a list on my phone and um, I just want to share it with all of you. So if you listen to the last episodes, you know that I'm doing this just because I read a Finch Merlin book last week, and I'm going to be putting out that episode once I finish all the Finch Merlin books, kind of like I did with the Harley Merlin series. And I have had, well, in March, you know, I had a bad reading month, so I fell behind in reading. It took me longer to read things, so I just needed an episode to kind of fill and low-key. So you're going to be hearing this in May, but I i guess I'm filming this on May 1st. Filming, recording this on May 1st. But April was a great reading month in terms of things I read. But April was a hard month for me. And I went to both the eye doctor and the dentist in April. And you know, you go to those things and your life's supposed to be better. But my life was just worse. The new glasses lenses I got, because I, I have the same glasses, but I got new lenses. The new lenses really just gave me headaches every day. So I went back yesterday and they changed the prescription. So hopefully it's going to be better. I had a cavity over the summer and I was like, you know, my tooth hurts like for three or four days out of each month. They're like, okay, let's see. And now my tooth has hurt every single day for the past like two weeks. So whatever they did made it worse. And like work is slow, which makes me unmotivated. But we're here. I was just telling you about my life. But we're gonna do this episode. And I'm actually super excited about this episode, even if other things in my life have been not as great. But I think today is gonna be fun. It's something different, something I've been wanting to do for a while, and I love to rant about these little things that annoy me. And let's just mention that I'm using this new notebook that my aunt made for me, and it says "I read a book once" on it. There are ellipses at the end, which I don't have in my title, but like, it's kind of like on brand, you know, because. It just is, and I just want to mention that I'm using it. I'm still going to be using my other notebook until I finish it, my little tiny one, but now I have this new one that's bigger, so for episodes like this, I can write more than in the other one. So without further ado, I think let's just get started with this. There's obviously no plot summary because there's no plot to be had. I'm just going to talk about these things. And no particular order, just the order I have them written down. So it's not from like things I hate the most to the least or most annoying or whatever. So the first thing I want to say that really bothers me is when authors say orbs instead of eyes. And you know, if you've ever read something that I'm like, if you've ever read a Wattpad book, if you've ever read like truly unpublished, just like normal person writing online, you have read orbs instead of eyes. I'm not saying, and I should say, preface this now, for most of these things on this list, there are ways to do it well. Almost all these things, there's ways to do it well. But it's very hard and it's normally done so poorly. And one of these things is definitely saying orbs instead of eyes. I just don't get it. They'll say things like, those orbs were so mesmerizing. Or I stared into the, like, dark brown orbs or the Crystal blue shimmering orbs of so and so. And it just sounds weird. It just sounds weird. Please stop saying orbs. Just say eyes. There's nothing wrong. I'm just going to say this right now. There's nothing wrong with just using a normal word like eyes to describe eyes. Like, I understand you want to be fancy, you want to th- branch out and like say some other things, use some other words, but sometimes the best word is just the literal word. Sometimes the best word is just eyes. And kind of going off that, I have another one um, about calling boobs globes. Like, oh, the meaty globes. It's just, like, literally a line that I've read. It's like, well, can you please stop calling them globes? Like, it's just weird. It's not, it's not good writing. You know what it reminds me of? Like, "Intent Things I Hate About You, when the guidance counselor is writing her erotica and is, like, trying to think of different words for, like, a penis basically and then she uses like bratwurst or like something like that you know and it's just like sometimes simple is better let's not use globes let's not use orbs let's just use some normal language please moving on the next thing i want to talk about is smirking now this is one that can be done well if you i'm sure you know what a smirk is but it's like basically how it's used in these things is most people will say, instead of somebody smiles, they'll smirk. It's like, "Mm," but you can't see what I'm doing. You can just hear that sound. But you know, it's kind of like, well, do you guys know what the word smarmy means? I'm going to make a poll. I'm going to make a poll and ask if people know what smarmy means, because a lot of my friends from college do not know what smarmy means. But me and my dad use it all the time because some people are just so smarmy. And the way I explained it to them, it's like a mixture of smug and preppy but preppy in a bad way. That's a smarmy person. You know, you should know what I'm talking about. I hope so. But like, basically, I don't know why I'm saying that. But smirking, you know, like, you guys know what smirking is, like when someone smirks. And there's nothing wrong with having your character smirk. What's wrong is when they smirk. Now it's not even sounding like a word. When the character is smirking every single page, like, or when it's like, when it's like a conversation between two characters and they're both smirking it's like someone's so smirked I smirked blah 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 it's like okay we get it you guys are like snarky and like not your typical characters and you don't smile you smirk and this is especially true with like bad boy characters bad boy characters only smirk they never smile they don't laugh you know what I mean and so I'm just sick of all the smirking give it a rest Let's have these characters do something other than just smirking. And also, how often do people in real life smirk? Sometimes I feel like this is a thing that only happens in fiction. I don't know. Okay, the next one I have is falling asleep accidentally on the couch. I'm going to out myself right here. So some of you may or may not know that I personally have been working on a book, and I have the rough draft, but with COVID and everything, I've just been so unmotivated to edit it, which is something I'm hoping that I'm going to actually do in May. But, I don't know. So, one thing I actually did right into my book is one of the characters falling asleep accidentally on the couch onto the other character's shoulder. And so, I'm guilty of this one, okay? I'm just going to say it right here. You heard it here first. I'm guilty of using falling asleep accidentally on the couch trope. And I actually think this one can be done well. But it just happens all the time in really stupid ways. And I think the reason why this one bothers me so much is that there's nothing like intrinsically wrong with it, but it just annoys me because I know that I would never accidentally fall asleep on somebody's couch or even my own couch because I have a hard time falling asleep on purpose in my own bed. So I'm like, I don't know how somebody would accidentally fall asleep on somebody else's couch. I just don't understand because like I personally could never do that. Like even if I purposely tried to fall asleep on somebody else's couch, it would take me like an hour and a half to fall asleep and so I don't know how they're accidentally falling asleep within 30 seconds. So, this one is just more of a, like, this would never happen to me thing, so why am I reading it in every single book? So, this one doesn't bother me as much as some of the other ones. The next one that I think is so stupid is accidentally saying things out loud and then asking if you said it out loud. So, you you all know what I'm talking about. The main character is thinking something like, wow, this person's so hot. And then they they actually said it out loud. And then they go, oh no, did I say that out loud? And then the person's like, yes. Come on. Nobody does that in real life. I do not think there's a single moment in my life where I have like thought something in my head, but then realized that instead of actually thinking in my head, I actually just said it out loud. Come on. Like, I just don't understand that. Please let me know if you have done that. But I've never done that. Like, it doesn't even need to just be about, like, thinking somebody's cute. It could be, like, this is so annoying or blah, blah, blah. I just feel like most people can, I don't know, you know, think things through and they, like, know when they're speaking out loud and when they're not. The exception to this would be, like, if um, you scream and you don't realize you're screaming because something horrible is happening. Like, that one I understand or, like, when you're reading, like, a more intimate scene and maybe somebody moans and then they realize that, oh, it came from them, not the other person. Those are like things that I can understand more than saying accidentally like, wow, this person's so hot or I can't believe I have to do XYZ thing out loud and thinking they were just thinking it in their head because I'm pretty sure that doesn't happen. Let me know if you disagree or agree with me on that. This next one is kind of twofold. So, I'm going to do the first part and then the second. So, the first part is never using the main character's name and instead using 13 pet names. 13 is just a random number I threw in there, but it really bothers me. It really truly bothers me when you've got, this is like mostly going to be happening in a romance story when like the character like just calls the other one like all these different pet names. Like they call them both Baby and Sweetheart and Honey and Sugar and like princess and babe and like every single one that they can think of instead of just like picking one. Because I'm not saying that you might not have multiple pet names for your partner. However, I don't think you're going to have like 10 different ones. And it's just like bothersome because I'm like, I don't understand. I feel like, and then the other thing about that is that in those stories, the main character, like the, whoever, whichever characters like using all the pet names almost never uses the person's real name ever. I'm just like, pet names are great, but let's also use somebody's real name. But I also have a whole thing about names that we're not getting into right now. I feel like I did talk about it on one of these podcasts, but I don't remember which one it was. So whatever. They might or may not have heard my whole thing about names rant before, but I don't know. I just feel like most people like have one or two pet names that they might call their partner and like that's sufficient, you know? Like nobody needs like 10 different ones because then they're just like not really special. I don't know. They're just being called every single pet name in the book. And it's like, okay, don't you have one that you feel like fits me? I don't know. And then the opposite of that is an author using the same exact pet name in every single book. So, this is something that you would see if you like read the same author a lot or if they have like a romance companion series novel. Like, series of novels or whatever. You know, when you're reading those, like, companion novel series and it's, like, in the first book, the pet names are Baby and Honey. And then you, like, the man's calling the woman Baby and the woman's calling the man Honey. And then you read the next book and it's also Baby and Honey. And then you read the next book and it's maybe Babe and Sweetheart. And then the next book, you're back to Baby and Honey. And it's just, like, I understand that maybe those are, like, your preferred pet names, but can we be a little bit more like creative? Like they don't even need to have pet names in every single book. You know what I mean? It's just like when I'm reading the same author kind of multiple times and I see the same pet names being used in every single time, I'm just like maybe in real life friends would use the same ones or brothers or sisters or like whatever, you know? Like, but can we just have some variety? Because to me, this just feels like lazy writing and you're just taking the same exact dialogue basically from the last book and plugging it in here. So, that bothers me and I personally would like to see some more variety, some more creativity. This next one literally will make me click out of a book and not read it. Like, I will literally see on the first page that this is how a book starts and I'll say, I'm not doing it. And that is starting a book with the alarm clock going off. I cannot explain to you how annoyed that makes me. Like, it just seems like such a lazy start. So, like, I feel like this happens a lot in people's, like, first, like, teenage people's first books that they're writing is that they think that a story has to start at the beginning of the day. But no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with starting a book in the middle of whatever action is going on you do not need to start a book at the very beginning of the very first day of whatever's going to happen in your story. And you know, if you've ever read a book where it starts with the alarm clock going off, and this is one where I think it's very hard to then have a good book after this. Maybe I'm just biased because of my hatred against this trope. But like, you know that these books that start with the alarm clock going off, then has the main character going to take a shower where they look in the mirror and they describe exactly what they look like and then it has them going into their closet and describing exactly what their clothes are like. Then they go downstairs and talk about the breakfast they're eating and all of their different family members. Then they go to school. At school, nothing happens. Then they come home, and then nothing happens for the rest of the first chapter or the next three chapters. And then finally, the plot picks up in the fourth or fifth chapter. So it's like, why do we have these first three chapters, especially the first chapter, where nothing at all is happening, and you're just telling me what you look like by looking in the mirror and saying, I look like this. I am 5'6". I have blue eyes. I am very small. Like, you know what I mean? That's like some bad writing. And I just feel like when the book starts off with the alarm clock going off, it just sets the tone for the entire book. And I'm not going to lie. I said it before. I'll say it again. That makes me click out of a book. I do not want to read it. I do not care about your alarm clock going off. This is followed slightly by like, the beginning of the book being a dream, and then the main character wakes up, but that's slightly better because sometimes the dream actually has some sort of plot relevance where it's like actually something that would happen later, or actually in the dream they're like meeting a main character from later on in the book or something like that in a way where I don't mind it as much, where I might not click out of it, but I'm just like, oh, stupid alarm clock going off, and you always know it's like the first line is like beep, 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 and then it basically is like, my stupid alarm clock, I hate waking up in the morning. I'm not a morning person at all, but now I'm going to be late for school. And it's just like, oh my God, I've read this a hundred times. Literally, I cannot stand that one. Another one I absolutely hate is unknowns point of view. So you guys know, I've talked about this multiple times. I don't mind reading a book with multiple point of views, but I want it to be established. I want them to be about the same amount in the book, if that makes sense. So, like, if it's alternating or if it's, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be alternating, but I don't want to be reading this book. And it's, like, 50% of the chapters are from one character, 49% of the chapters are from another character, and then there's just one or two random chapters of Unknown's point of view. And Unknown is almost always the villain. And this is mostly seen in, like, a romantic suspense or, like, a werewolf fantasy or, like, just some other, like, generic, not most fantasies, but, like, online stuff. Like, it's just got the unknown's point of view. And the only reason it's there is for the reader to then kind of get an idea of what the unknown villain's, like, thing is. But it's almost always just them spying and being like, I'm gonna get this main girl, or I hate so-and-so. And it's like, we already know that's the plot. Like, we already know what's going on. I'm not learning anything truly from unknown's point of view, other than the fact that, like, you're trying to kill so-and-so, or you're trying to kidnap so-and-so, or you hate so-and-so. And these are things that most of the time I already know from reading the main character's point of views. So please stop doing unknown's point of view. And this is just something, and especially when it's unknown, where it's like, he stood in the bushes and he just watched, he walked away and he knew that he would be getting his revenge soon. And it's like, I don't even know who you're talking about. I just get some stupid unknowns point of view where it's vague and boring in a two-page chapter. That's not for me. I don't like it. Like, do not give me unknowns point of view. I think it's like amateurish. I don't know. Maybe I'm being hard. There are times where like unknowns point of view is okay, but it's just like unknown. It literally will say at the top of the page, unknowns point of view. I'm like, oh my God, not this again. Th- that's one of the other ones that really just gets me going. I'm like, please stop giving me unknowns point of view. I don't care about it. It's not adding anything to your story. It's just upsetting me. Like, I don't want this. Okay. I should have said this one now. I'm like reading this next one. And this would have gone nicely when I was talking about pet names, but this is calling characters my whatever character name is. So let's just use a random name like um, um Janine. I don't know. Janine. I don't even know anybody named Janine. Where did that even come from? But it would basically, like, a lot of times this is the guy who's talking and he'll be like, my Janine or, like, whatever. I can't even explain it. Okay, so this is, well, yeah, it's like using my and then the character's name, like, my Emma or my uh, Maya or, like, whatever it is. And, like, it will either be, like, in talking to them or talking to, like, somebody else or a lot of times it's, like, internal thought where, like, the main guy is thinking something, and then he'll go, like, I had to, like, I never wanted to give up my Maya or, like, whatever the heck, and then they're, like, my Maya, wait a second, she's not mine, I'm a playboy, I don't have relationships, and now all of a sudden I'm thinking of this girl as my own, like, whatever, and, like, not in a weird possessive way, but just in a, like, this would be my girlfriend or my partner or whatever way, you know what I mean? And I actually think this one can be done well, but sometimes it's just so tacky. And I don't know how to explain it better than that. I honestly might cut this part out because it doesn't seem like it's making much sense to me as I'm speaking it. So I highly doubt it can make that much sense to you guys unless you've read books like that. But those things bother me. Another thing that bothers me is not telling anyone about the threatening notes you're receiving. This one you're mostly seeing in romantic suspense novels, or at least this is mostly where I'm seeing it. And it's like the main girl gets threatening notes from some random guy who's the evil person and it's like don't tell anybody it's like I'm gonna kill you I'm watching you oh you look pretty today and uh, I'm gonna steal you away or something like that I don't know I'm just making things up and the guy is almost always some like former military dude or security guy or like whatever especially in these romantic suspenses and instead of being like hey this guy I'm seeing and might or may not be my boyfriend and is, like, p- capable of actually protecting me because you work in, like, the security business or whatever, I'm getting these threatening notes. I'm kind of scared about them. Instead, these girls always just put them in their drawer and forget about them and are like, I'm not going to tell anybody. It's nothing serious. And then they get freaking kidnapped. And it's like, why didn't you tell anybody about these stupid notes? If I got a threatening note, I would tell everybody about it. Maybe not everybody, but I would tell specifically especially my romantic partner that's in security I mean this is I don't have romantic partner insecurity but I'm just saying I would tell them I would tell my parents I would tell the police like I'm getting threatening notes these things I need to share I don't know guys I feel like that just is like when you're watching a horror movie and they like go to the basement it's like why are you doing that like why are you being stupid you know what I mean so annoying next one this is like a word thing that really bothers me it is when characters use just the word come instead of come on or come here. Nobody, absolutely nobody. So it's like, there's the two characters and it's almost always the guy character that says this and the girl character will be like sitting down and the guy character will get up and go to the door and he like wants her to follow him and like go somewhere and he'll just like reach his hand out and just say, come. I'm just like, bro, I understand that maybe you're trying to be like, Loki sexual about it, but can we please just use come on or come here? Because I've never heard somebody tell me to just come in that sort of like, let's go this to this place, come. No, it's like, come on, we're leaving, or come here, so you can help me with something. Nobody's just like I don't know, guys. I mean this one again, like I said, it's probably got some sort of sexual undertone and nature to it, but nobody, nobody It's just saying, like, when they want somebody to go somewhere with them, they're not just like, come. Unless you're saying, like, you should come with us. And again, there you have with us. But you might just say, you should come. But that's it. That's, like, in a question format. But that's not a question. So, I guess that's a lot. But, like, nobody is just, like, saying, getting up from their desk and being like, come. They're saying, like, come on, come with me. I want to show you something. So, like, that is one that always bothers me and it happens all the time. Another one, so, like, the come thing is, (laughs) I'm, like, feel so immature right now. I'm, like, laughing about it and it's, like, not supposed to be funny, whatever. But, like, that one is, like, something you're going to see in, like, typically, like, more well-written things, whereas this one you're going to see in books about high schoolers or written by people who are high school aged, And that is playing truth or dare or 20 questions. And it's always in the most stupidest way possible. The two characters are like hanging out and it's like, we should get to know each other. Let's play 20 questions. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? And tell me your deepest, darkest secret. And that's always how it goes. The first question is almost always, what's your favorite color? And then whoever gets asked that is like, really, that's what you're going to ask me? And then they say, Oh, I was just trying to start off easy. And then the person's like, ah, no, that's lame. And then they'll be like, okay, how come you went to jail? Like, literally, that's how these things go. Or, how come you uh, are this way? How come you did this? Like, literally, stuff like that. And I'm just saying that it feels whenever I read a book that's like, let's play Truth or Dare, or let's play 20 Questions, I'm like, oh my God, this author must be 12 because. I don't think people actually do this stuff in real life. And it just seems very amateurish and boring to me. Here's another one. The best friend slash gay character using ridiculous nicknames, i.e. I have baby pie written here. So I must have read some sort of book or story where the best friend the best friend gay character, the gay best friend character, I think that's actually how you would say that, was calling the main girl character baby pie. Like, come on, baby pie. Like, Oh, my little baby pie. Like, what? I just feel like that's very stereotypical. And I mean, maybe this is some people's experience with having gay best friends, is them like using nicknames such as Baby Pie. That is not my experience in having gay friends. They are not calling us Baby Pie or other ridiculous names like sugar honey bunches of oats. I don't know. You know what I mean. And I just feel like that's a thing that you see very frequently in these like novels when like the main girl character has a gay best friend. He always has like super ridiculous nicknames and I just feel like it's very stereotypical and um, yeah, I just don't know if it's like a stereotype that should be perpetrated. I mean, stereotypes are all bad, right? Whatever. But like, I don't know if it's one that should really be used. I mean, no stereotype should be used. I don't know what I'm saying, but I just feel like it's a... St- Like, we should just not be doing that because I just don't think it's, it's just perpetrating, like, annoying, like, things. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying, but, like, hopefully you can understand what I mean. Okay, this one makes me so mad, and it's when the characters shower multiple times in one day for no reason. This will typically happen in, like, if I'm reading, like, a Wattpad story where the chapters are posted, like, one at a time, and it could be, like, days, weeks, months, years even between the postings, and it'll be, like, one chapter, the character will wake up decide to take a shower and then they don't do anything all day. And then they are like, okay, it's time for bed. I'm going to shower again. Like, I don't understand. Or it's like, they'll take a shower, they'll go downstairs and eat and then their love interest will show up. And then it's like, oh, I have to, they'll like talk. And it's like, I need to go take a shower. It's like, you literally took a shower two hours ago. Why are you getting back in the shower? And like, I understand if it's like, oh, they take a shower when they wake up. And then they worked out. So then they took another shower or maybe some shower sex happened. Like, I don't know. That stuff's fine. I just get so annoyed when it's like, yeah, so we take a shower and then the next chapter, they're taking another shower and then the next chapter, they're taking another shower and it's all the same day and literally nothing has happened except for talking. Like no physical activity, like nothing. It just feels like lazy to me and it also feels like bad writing and that the author forgot that they made the character take a shower in the previous chapter. I also feel like having your characters take showers is almost never relevant to the plot and, like, does not need to be written. Like, every little thing a character does does not need to be written unless it's somehow relevant, and taking a shower is almost never relevant to the plot. It can be relevant in, I'm trying to avoid somebody, so I go into the bathroom and decide just to take a shower because I don't want to talk to them, or in the proposal when Sandra Bullock is taking a shower and then, um... Ryan Reynolds also is trying to then take a shower and then they accidentally run into each other naked. That's relevant to the plot because you have the romance building between them. But just having a character take three showers in one day is never relevant to the plot. And then the final thing that I have written down is when the main girl's name is a boy's name, that's not even like an androgynous name or like, is that even the word I want? An ambidextrous name? That's not what it is, but like names like Alex or Sam or Taylor or Kendall or something like that which is a name that both the girls and boys have but like names like Daniel or um Ryan or Logan or like other things like that where it's like clearly a boy's name but the main girl has it because this is something that happened a lot in like 2012 Where, like, the girls' names were either things like Arabella, Mirabella, like, things like that, or Logan, Ryan, like, things like that. And I think it was just, like, a trend, and, like, it was, like, seen as, like, I'm not like other girls sort of thing for the girls to have a boy's name, and then it was like, ooh, I'm cool and, like, different because I have this boy's name, and I've named my characters a boy's name, but she's actually a girl. Oh, my God. I'm just over it because, like, how many people in real life is that actually a thing for? And it just, like, felt like such an overhyped trend that was, I just didn't care for it. It's not as annoying as some of the other things on this list, but it was just something where I was like, yeah, I've seen that before. Like, I get it. This girl's not like other girls. She's got a boy's name. Ooh, like, it's been done. I'm over it. So that was my really unorganized unorganized um, thoughts on bad writing tropes that need to die, bad writing tropes I dislike. I still haven't really figured out what I'm going to title this episode, but just like tropes I think just show bad or amateur writing. And like I said, there's ways that you can do almost any of these things well. And like just because a book has some of these things in it does not mean I won't like it like, I've read, obviously, since this is on here, I've read books like that. And sometimes you're just looking for something that's really trashy, horrible writing, and you just want to read that. Or at least sometimes I want to do that. So that's not to say I wouldn't read a book that has any of these things or that, like, books that do are automatically bad. These are just my opinions on, like, little tropes and things that annoy me or bother me. Or I think just, like, okay, this writing could be better in it. Not trying to, like, diss anybody or diss anything or blah, blah, blah. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer that maybe I should have done at the beginning. Those things always annoy you when you're reading. Like, if you've ever watched the anti-TBR tag on, like, BookTube where it's, like, basically they're doing a list of books or authors that they never want to read, there's always a disclaimer where it's, like, these are just my opinions. Like, don't get mad, blah, blah, blah. Like, you might like these things, these just aren't for me. And it's like, I get it. I don't need this disclaimer. Like, if I'm going to be butthurt that somebody I've never heard of and do not know doesn't like one of the books I like or one of the tropes or something that I like, then there's something more wrong with me than that. But, anyways, I don't know what I'm saying here. So, next week, I'm going to be back to my regularly scheduled programming of talking about books, and I'm going to be talking about. The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek by Kim Michelle Richardson. I have not picked it up or started it yet. It's uh, about 300 pages, it looks like. There's a lot of pictures in the back, yeah. So I'm going to be reading that this week, and we'll see. My aunt and my grandma both read it and recommended it to me, so we're going to go for it and kind of see what's up with it. It's historical fiction about this lady in the 1930s. 30s in Kentucky, trying to teach people how to read in book programs, but she's got blue skin. But, like, actually, so I'm gonna have to Google that because apparently that's a true condition that somebody can somehow have blue skin, which I've never heard of before. So, I'm curious about that, and I'm sure I'll be talking about that in the next episode. So, in the meantime, tell me what you thought of this episode. If you would like more episodes of me talking about like reading things in general instead of specific books. Um, let me know if you want more things like this. I'm thinking maybe I might do them once a month or once every other month. So I'd really like your feedback. If you've got any topics that you think might be interesting or you want to hear about, let me know. You can do that by DMing me on Instagram at I Read a Book once blog. Also, while you're there, you should follow me on Instagram because I post some cool things. Or you could also send me an email at I Read a Book once blog at gmail.com. You can also check out my blog. I never update I Read once And also make sure to subscribe, rate, follow, however the heck you do these things with this podcast. I would really appreciate it. It's going to help other people find it and, um, you know, just help me out. It'd be very nice and I would really much appreciate that. So, this was I Write a Book Once. I'm Emma and I'll catch you guys next time.